What is up, party people, and welcome to Shit Talk with your shitty host, Taylor Jones. Now, I'm going to introduce you guys to a very special person who holds a very special place in my heart, one of my best friends, Bethany Bell. What is up? Um, nothing much. I'm just, like, really nervous. Yeah, it's... It's fine. It's just like talking on the phone, but having real life conversations. Let's get right into our question segment. Let's go. (laughs) Okay, so this this one's going to have some relationship shit involved. So let's get right into it. What are signs that your boyfriend is cheating? Wow. Um, I guess my Yola question. If he doesn't like text you a lot, or just like leaves you on open or doesn't like show any interest or like doesn't check in on you at all like yeah yeah I honestly like have seven different answers for that oh my they accuse you of cheating (laughs) they don't (laughs) much they you know they start becoming judgmental about your relationship and you know they don't act the same like they're hiding something They've grown to be more disrespectful, constantly guarding their phone. When you're around them, like, oh, can I check your phone? No. No. Just <laughs> fuck away from my phone. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one reason how you know. And then their friends acting different towards you because you don't know if, you know, they've just gone to your fucking friends and go like, oh, hey, like, you know, I'm with this. I'm talking to another girl. Like, that's, I mean, that's kind of how you know. Yeah. with that specific thing Especially and then distancing. Question, yeah ex- exactly <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> so the next question says how do you avoid toxic relationships and then so how i would answer this is like like saying answers about like the signs of a toxic relationship eight answers for this question oh <laughs> i know these God. are all my guys here with me we're gonna get through this how you feel around them is the easiest the most easiest way to tell if you know they're healthy or not healthy for your sake and then you know when you leave their presence are you feeling you know better or worse about your relationship because I mean shit there could be something going on and then if you meet that one time I mean shit could either you know fully go down or you guys can you know resolve the issue and you know be okay like not have everything totally be back to normal but you know be on that road to be back to normal and then you know like constant arguments and them tearing you down or you know if you're consistently uncomfortable after having a conversation when they just ghost you out of the blue and have their friends tell you why now that's the most fucked up shit you could possibly do in my opinion at least and then you know you avoiding something that you absolutely have to say and then you feel like there's no point to bring it up yeah that's another thing and then you know problems never getting addressed or solved or constant lies. Those are really, honestly, the top eight things you can do or actually tell if you're in a toxic relationship or if you're starting to see those things, get the fuck out. Because if you stay, 
I mean, I know I get if you love that person dearly, it's hard to let go, but sometimes you have to do what's best for you. And in my opinion, self-care and self-love and shit, that's the shit I live off of. I don't care if, you know, if I'm in a toxic place, not maybe just in a relationship, but in my life, I try to make all the effort I can in the world to, you know, improve all of that and make all of that better, you know? Yeah. That's, if I'm being you know, if if you can expect a toxic relationship early, get the fuck out. That's that's really all I can say about that. So yeah, that's it for our question segment because people only tuned in with two questions, which was kind of weird because for the last episode there were so many questions, but we only answered one of them because there were so many. But let's move on to our first segment, quarantine versus Americans' mental health. Dude, oh my god. Mental health <laughs> and quarantine do not fucking mix at all. Like no. my mental health has not been the same since before quarantine because quarantine wanted to fuck everyone over and be like, oh, I'm gonna just, you know, fuck up your mental health and shit. It's I just it's- don't understand why it had to do that. I mean, I get with not being social around people. But it just fucked everyone over. And that's what, you know, really got me the most. It didn't make me depressed. It just, like, kind of made me, like, really upset that I couldn't see my friends and, like, distant. Yeah, and it kind of hurt exactly. me. It, it did me, too. Because, I mean, that time that, you know, we were with our friends, we went to the movies and then, you know, you had to leave and then the rest of us went to dinner that was literally the last time that I saw you guys. And that was during spring break. It was that Wednesday. And it was, you know, it was the last day that, you know, we were able to, you know, hang out as a group. And that just literally killed me because y'all are one of my probably four friend groups that I have in general. But that really did trip me up because I mean I missed you guys and I miss all of my friends and you know it's it it makes you feel shitty because I mean you really can't do anything because I mean you're in quarantine you can't be six feet close to people it's insane I agree I I agree (laughs) (laughs) because I mean shit you can't see anyone right now and I mean I know numbers are starting to go down and I am so so thankful for that because if school doesn't start in the fall we're fucked in my opinion we are so screwed because I mean with us both of us are in the same band this year and you know we both play clarinet we're both really good friends and if the shit comes back we're fucked because I mean agreed contest Mm -hmm. season concert season football season is literally thrown out the window and obviously we have no control over this it's all on the other side of the world where we're oblivious to them and that's the fucked up shit but you know obviously we're still good we're blessed to be here still and yeah that's really the thing right now is 
I am so, so blessed that, you know, I haven't, you know, come in contact with this virus shit. My dad hasn't, my mom hasn't, none of my family has, as I know of right now. And I'm forever grateful for that. And it's just one of those things that you have to watch out for. And I know in the last question segment you asked, because I remember you posting that one question, you were like, do you think wearing a mask is effective? I remember that question. I honestly think it does. It, it, you know, I'm thinking the exact same thing because if you cough or sneeze or, you know, whatever that could possibly make you contract the virus. I mean, that stuff can travel in the air. Yeah. And it stays there for like a couple of minutes and like you can walk through it and just like get the virus. I know it's insane. So like if you're not wearing a mask, you can contract it so much easier. And then, I mean, shit, if, you know, you have a, a virus, shit, a mask <laughs> on that hand, um, you, I mean, you could still get it, but then again, you have the mask, so you're more protected than anything. So, because, I mean, if you breathe in what somebody else breathed out, then, yeah, I mean, you're more I don't know, at risk? I I don't fucking know any of this damn shit. I'm not that experienced. Jesus. (laughs) I mean, shit, you can't, I mean, you, shit, I can't even talk. (laughs) I was not at all expecting any of this to happen. I mean, none of us were. And I just just came. Mm. I know it was oblivious for so, so long. And then out of the fucking blue, the wind just, you know, wanted to cross paths with the U.S. and just make us have this virus and just ruin people's moods, health, all that kind of crap. And then you just, you know, you lose yourself in all of this because of how draining all of it is. It technically is suffering us. Exactly. That's the thing. It's making, it's suffocating us because we're isolated. We're practically suffocating in our own home. (laughs) We're supposed to feel happy and safe. Like our home is our private place. And, you know, it's. It doesn't seem like it anymore. Exactly. It's just insane. Like, I don't... This I don't, pandemic sucks. It, it does. I totally, totally agree with that. And, you know, I don't know if any of this will end anytime soon. And then, like, especially the stuff happening up in Minnesota isn't making it any easier for... Exactly. Like, so, yeah. I mean, it's... I don't, sweetie, I have no idea when all this shit is going to end, but it's going to freaking end. But then again, it's going to just come right back. So what the frick else do we have to lose? Probably I mean, nothing. 
Honestly, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> because, I mean, shit. If it, it does come back, which most likely it will, and that's the shitty part about it. I mean, obviously, it's going to come unexpectedly like everything else does. Yes. I mean, just everyone's mental health has just been so, so fucked over throughout the last few months of quarantine. And it's not only us teenagers either. There's so many, like, adults, too. And honestly, if we are being completely honest right now, I've seen my dad in more of an unhealthy place with all of this. I mean, it's not really like he went out that much anyway, but with me being home all the time, it's, it's not, it's, I mean, we're fine. My dad and I are good, but it's just like, for some reason he was just, you know, he seemed more angry all the time. And my mom was mediating all of it. And then she, she was like, my mom was like, Tay, you take a chill pill. Dad, you take a goddamn chill pill too because I'm not dealing with bullshit. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you, mom. I'm not going to put up with it either because Bethany, you know how I am. I, I, am, mm, I am not one to put up with bullshit. No, you are not. Because <laughs> you can throw shit at me all fucking day long and then I'm just going to throw it right back at you be like, fuck <laughs> you too. Like, I'm not putting up with your damn shit out of the damn blue like no i'm i'm you know i'm just not that kind of person with that i'm just like my parents but mostly more like my mom because my mom is a very serious person and that's where i get it from and you know it's i don't i don't know but i mean if i wasn't serious i wouldn't be talking in this tone right now i'm being so serious i get every amount of my seriousness and that you know trait gene whatever from my mom you're more blunt than silent (laughs) i can you know i can honestly agree (laughs) like so i mean like talk back and forth and then like get the same attitude that you are given and like don't care it's impressive. It honestly, I can give myself that amount of credit because I'm thinking the exact same thing. But I don't I don't know. We're just gonna have to see how everything plays out with this COVID shit because I cannot hold off any longer. It's just, you know, it's been killing me, if we're being completely honest. And, you know, it's something that's obviously changing our lives, you know forever and that's the second yes. part about it because, i mean this shit is going to come every spring and fall in winter because usually spring fall and winter are you know technically flu season it's the most and then summer yeah and then summer <laughs> is you know the season that makes it all go away and then you turn around a few months later and then it's all coming back again and that's you know it's so ridiculous <laughs> yeah it's absurd for sure so let's wrap up that shitty ass segment let's move on this one is gonna get i'm just gonna go ahead and warn y'all it's gonna get shitty. spicy <laughs> spicy as 
Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Troubled relationships past. Dude. Oh, God. Let's talk about relationship <laughs> for a minute. Because, I mean, obviously, we've both had our fair share of trashy, shitty relationships and the good ones that you want to stay in forever. Yeah. Obviously, my boyfriend and I, we are just, we're so good right now. And, you know, I'm, I've been happy ever since he stepped foot into my life. I'm just, you know, it's, I don't, I really have no words because, I mean, I've just been such in a great place with him for the longest time. And, you know, we, we've never fought, we've never argued. Yes, we've had our conversations. Yes, we've had our doubts. Yes, we've had, we've had, you know, crying shit going on where we would just cry our shit out and, you know, hope for the best. And, you know, it all turns out how it turns out. Not all the time can you expect that to happen. Honestly, same. And plus it all depends upon with the right man, too. So, I mean, let's, okay, so let's talk about you for a second. Oh, God. You went out <laughs> and then I know he's listening right now. Dude, I'm just going to go and say it. Uh, glad you're listening but you went out with austin for a while and you guys were in the best place now we're gonna go line by line here (laughs) so i know this is gonna get shitty i told i warned you guys already but you know you you guys dated austin and i was so very happy for you guys until about a month and a half ago you know <laughs> shit started going on and you know I turned around and then you know you call me or whatever and I was like you know yo like what's going on and then you were like I think something shady as fuck <laughs> is going on and I'm like okay hold up mm, gloves are off now I'm I'm you know I'm gonna beat his ass if I have to and <laughs> right now I mean I'm I'm proud of Austin for making that other step to, you know, he's stepping up to the plate. He's, he's got the guts. He obviously became more of a man. He grew a fucking pair of balls, which should have been grown <laughs> a long time ago. I'm just going to go ahead and say it, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. Shit happens all the time that half the time we can't even control. Um, but I think this is going to be a long ass segment. Um, <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And then, I mean, there was shit with this one girl going on who, you know, apparently liked our friend, our dear friend Dylan, but <laughs> that that was a whirlwind after one day <laughs> hearing all of that. And they weren't even together for a full day. And that's what made me angry because I mean, Dylan, he's had such a rough time with relationships. And the funny thing about it, I went out with one of my best, one of his best friends, and that was low-key a big-ass mistake. That didn't work out. That was my first relationship back in, you know, sixth sixth grade, I think. I don't know. I never pay attention to to that shit anyway. And then, you know, three and a half months out the window, broke up with his ass. He, he, He just wasn't, you know. I mean, he wasn't really my type anyway. So, you know, that was shove it out the window. We're good. And then after what that girl 
did to Dylan, I low-key lost my shit. I mean, you know, Bethany, I was on the phone with you when it happened. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) I so went off on her. Like, you know, (laughs) I did not block her ass. I would have read almost every single text message. Or every, every single text message. God, it's literally after 1 a.m. while we're recording this. And low-key, I have absolutely no idea what I'm saying right now. But you know what? We're going to go through with it. <laughs> and yeah, but this bitch. Oh, my God. I, I, I can't. Y'all were cussing absolutely- back and forth. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. It's, I, I, I know. I'm cussing a lot. I'm sorry. No, like you but- and Ava. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. Oops. <laughs> but we, you know, we texted back and forth for like you know thirty, 30 minutes, thirty-five minutes. Yeah. And you know, she had the fucking audacity of a basic ass white bitch <laughs> who decided to lie and say, "Oh, I'm a model. Oh, I do rodeo and shit." Um, okay, are, are you kidding me right now? What, let's, okay, let's fucking be real here. She, she claims to be a model when, you know what? I'm just going to keep my fucking mouth shut about that because you don't <laughs> even want to hear what I have to say about that specific thing. And, you know, I just have like I said before, I have no time for bullshit. So I dealt, I mean, I didn't really deal with bullshit, but, you know, I was, and I quote, tolerating it for 35 minutes. <laughs> let's, let's just do like that. And, um, yeah, she claimed to be a model, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm an actual writer. And I mean, half of you guys know this. I'm a writer, and obviously now I'm starting a podcast, which is going fantastic right now as my side hustle and you know I told her everything about you know me being a writer and you know being a podcaster if that's even a word but um I mean shit I told her that I actually do have two jobs rodeo that's not technically a job until you know you actually you know you have a thousand percent effort going into it and the modeling shit who in the fuck okay who in the flying fuck is a model in quarantine in quarantine in in quarantine who (laughs) oh my goodness i literally i i i can't deal with dumb shit like that i just can't and you know it's no, it is what it is. I mean, you have those basic-ass bitches out there who just want to ruin shit for you. And if that's happened to you, cut their ass out of your life. That's the best way to do it and the best way to protect yourself. Little piece of shitty life advice. <laughs> and honestly, Bethany, you know me. I am great at giving advice. But some things, depending upon what it is, I got nothing. And this is one of those things that I really, I mean, I have something, but it's more on the nothing side of it. But, you know, 
It's not. It, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, what? Okay, let me ask you this. What was your view on it? Like, how did you, you know, cope with all of this whenever I was going off on the big, big ass bitch over here <laughs> who's now in Washington? And I, you know, I remember telling her, hey, like, dude, you honestly should just stay in Washington because Texas has absolutely, absolutely nothing for you. And then she's like, oh, I'm moving back when I'm 16. Yeah, you better fucking not because I'm going to make your life live in hell if you come back. And I, I, everyone, I've even told you I'm a woman of my word. Am I not? If I say something. Yes. Do it. And. I mean, it's, yeah, like I said, if she comes back, whew, y'all bitches better get ready because I'm going <laughs> to most likely do a whole podcast episode just talking about how I made her life a living hell. That's going to be great for me. And if she listens to it, if she unfortunately finds my podcast, listens to that episode, that's if I put it out. And if she actually does move back, and if she's not a pussy about it, god i'm sorry um um, if she actually does come back and shit you know i'll be like "Ooh, should i post it should i make a whole podcast episode just telling you guys how much i made a lot a person's life a living hell and half of you guys know me i'm not the kind of person who wants to ruin your life i'm a really good person deep down And all of you guys, I mean, I'm that friend who's going to listen to your shit. I'm I'm that friend who's, you know, going to be there for everything, support you with whatever, give you on advice on, give you some advice on things that you should rethink. And I've done that with so many people. And there was this one person, um, who apparently I helped out and, you know, it was, insane it took a long time of me basically saying the same shit over and over like oh don't die you know you have your whole life to live for and it's I mean you've just got to stop with the negativity and fortunately for this person I mean you know he you know got his shit together and you know he was perfectly fine I mean he got his first actual long-term relationship and I was like dude I'm so proud of you because you made the improvement not only for yourself but for everyone else you know because I mean if you're going through something and you have the greatest fucking friends in the world they're technically going through it with you because they're with you every step of the way through your problems and you know it's It's just one of those things where you're there and you're going through it with them. Because whenever you and Austin broke up that first time, I was with you throughout. Yeah. I mean, it was... It meant a lot to me. I know, because I'm I'm just that kind of person, like I said, who's going to be there for you. No matter what the cause, what happened, whatever. Like, if I have to fucking talk down to somebody, which is something that I rarely do. If I have to do that, I have to slap somebody in the face. I do not care. (laughs) If I do something, like, if 
y'all talk to me about something and if I need to do something, y'all fucking let me know. She'll most likely do it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, I mean, if it's, if it comes down to slapping somebody, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know how I am. I don't, like I said, I don't put up bullshit. I don't play. But if it comes to one of you guys who's with one of my best friends and then I'm I'm not just talking about you know one person I'm talking about all of y'all guys who are listening right now if you guys know my friends if you've gone out with my friends before and you know y'all were good until you decided to fuck everything up I'm obviously gonna fucking mention it and then obviously you're not gonna like what I have to say but you know what it's it's whatever because I'm speaking my mind I'm speaking the truth like I always have and you know I'm just gonna roll with it you can hate me all you want I mean it's I mean to my haters out there which I know I really don't have many because I keep my friend group small and I mean y'all can hate me all all y'all want really don't give a shit I'm just gonna move on with life as I should and you know just get get along with it go through life the way i know how and that's by living it to the fullest that's all period making your own decisions (laughs) and not taking the short way out and that's all because sometimes you take the short way out you wind up screwing yourself over and then it just winds up going to shit and you don't want um, to yeah, I mean, you don't want that at all. And if it does happen, my you are in my prayers all day long. But if you take the long path, obviously, yes, you're going to hit some obstacles. You're going to hit some hard points. But if you put forth the effort... You're going to overcome them. Exactly. Big words. Exactly. <laughs> but... Let's get back on the relationship topic because I <laughs> went off topic, but that was a good little thing I said there. Yes, I have it to was. give myself credit for that. And yeah, but I mean, shit. Dude, it's relationships are the craziest thing because I mean, you never know what to expect with anything. I mean, something could happen out of the blue to your significant other, and then, you know, you're stuck in a place where, you know, like, oh, should I do something? Should I just, you know, kind of lay low or, you know, know, be there? And if you are someone who is there for absolutely everything, like I am, and Bethany, I know you're like that as well. Yeah. You're obviously going to stick with them through everything thick and thin yeah Yeah. because i mean i know this this is kind of private shit but my boyfriend and i we got back together after breaking up in january and you know we were perfectly fine the first two days and then he's like you know um kind of going through some shit right now and you know quarantine's making me not want to talk very much and I'm like yeah okay I'll you know give you as much time as you need and that turned out to be you know about a week week and a half and then you know I was talking to you about it 
and you know you were just like oh you're gonna be fine he'll text you or whatever and I was like yeah okay and then a few days later it happened and I was like Bethany thank you for for seeing my future for that given moment and you know he texted me and then you know we were on call that night or whatever I was like Bethany I gotta go and you're like oh yeah yeah okay okay and then you know it was that text that I got, just seeing his name pop up on my phone, it was, it warmed your heart, oh, yeah, it was, it was a miracle in my opinion, because I didn't know if he wouldn't have texted me, and if you wouldn't have said that, I don't, it could have been weeks upon months, possibly if it had gotten worse, and, you know, he's, he's doing great now, and I'm just so thankful for that. And, you know, I try my hardest every single day just to lift people up. And, you know, I, you know, like I really, really try. And half the time it works, which is very surprising in my opinion. But, you know, (laughs) it's just one of those things where, like, if you know what you're talking about, you know what you're doing, and you know how to lift people up because you've seen yourself lift people up and they've told you, Hey, you know, you really helped me out today with, you know, your funny ass jokes and shit. It, you know, it really worked. And that's when I feel accomplished to say the least about all of it, because, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I try my hardest at. And does it work 24-7? No. I mean, nothing does 24-7, but in the long run, a lot of things seem to work. And that's the best part about it. Yeah. But, geez, Bethany, I, I just realized that I barely let you talk at all. And I'm so sorry. It's I've just okay. been blacking my mouth the whole time. It's so, okay. Like, I'm like sleep deprived. <laughs> let's get back to you. Like, how are you feeling right now with your relationship with Austin since you guys have come back together? Well, it obviously made me really happy. Um, I'm glad we did. And like, honestly, when we didn't talk for like a couple of weeks, it did hurt me. But like, other that than happened. that, I. I am much more happier, and I feel like our relationship is pretty darn healthy. I do, too, and I'm grateful for that. I'm glad Austin, you know, made that step, and, you know, when you texted me, you were like, hey, I have something to tell you, and then I was like, what's up? And then you were like, don't be mad at me, and that's when I was like, "Mm, gloves are off. What the fuck is happening? And then I was it immediately crossed my mind because you you were, you know, talking to him because I had hung up because I had to do something. And then you were, you know, still chatting with Austin. And then I was like, oh, my God, did they get back together? So I, I literally texted you that. And then you were like, yep. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and tell you I did keep it from you. And I'm so sorry. But I knew deep down Austin was going to take that step. Dang. I did. <laughs> I wish somehow, some way, shape, or form, somewhere, someday he would do that. But I just didn't want to ruin the surprise for you. And plus, if he 
and plus I honestly didn't really want to jinx it either. Yeah. But, I'm glad like, you did though. Like I'm glad, but like it's more like a weirdly glad, I guess. Yeah, I can I can agree with that for sure. Because I mean it's it's great. Because I mean you how do I explain all of this? Um because when you find the right guy, I mean, you kind of just know. Yeah, you and feel it. Yeah, you feel it in your heart. You feel it in your soul. You feel it in their presence, honestly. And it's it's an amazing feeling. And then when something happens and then, you know, it takes a turn for not the best reasons. And, you know, you stop talking for couple weeks few weeks to a month and you know that turns into a few more months and then something turns around and makes you know them realize like oh my fucking god I fucked up yeah and then it's that it's that one thing that trips you up it's the small things basically that trips you up and you know it's I don't I don't know and then because I remember I was on the phone with you one night that um that night that my boyfriend and I got back together and you know how happy I was girl you were like the joy in your voice yeah I was and I was whispering that night too which is something I literally do all the time I'm I'm a whisperer but I'm not that great at it let's like let's be real um (laughs) But, I mean, I was so happy. I literally started crying. But, you know. Is that why like, you were, like, quiet? Yeah, I was like, dude, like, it, it was so hard to take in. Oh. You know, and it was, it was crazy. But, I mean, getting aside from the relationship shit, let's move on something more subtle but first let's sneak in a small little segment let's talk about the racism shit for a second oh that gosh was- minnesota oh, i God. pray for y'all yeah oh gosh i did too it's insane because it i don't i don't know it's just something that has a place in my heart because i hate it I literally hate I all of it. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. And we have a special guest who was on our last episode. Welcome, <sighs> Anthony Marchant. So right now, Anthony, we are talking about the racism shit that we talked about in your episode. And like you said that it's a very serious situation, which it is right now. But like, I'm gonna let y'all two talk it out. Like, what is okay, honestly, y'all's point of view? I just think it's ridiculous on all of it that some of the cops are like being really violent about it, and that's exactly what I told Anthony. I was like, "Dude, like, they're supposed to serve and protect us, yeah, like, help not do the polar opposite." Not like. I don't know, not sit on a person's neck. Exactly, dude. No. Yeah. And for the people who are protesting, they're doing them wrong as well by, like, 
tear bombing them and shooting them with rubber bullets, which is absolutely wrong. I mean, they, they, yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I wouldn't say that's wrong, wrong, it, sort of, but, <laughs> sort of, yeah, because like, I mean, they breaking the bills, stealing shoes, blowing up cars and stuff. So it's not, it's like, yeah, that's the thing about it because. Anthony, like I told you, it hurt. It hurts me because they're tearing down businesses that you know have, like the mom and pop businesses. Like I told you, like those, <coughs> excuse me, are like the main. That's the main reason that's tripping me up, is because that mom and pop business has probably been around for years upon years and generations passed down and. You know, it has been worked on so much and the people in that family have just worked so hard. And obviously all of us know there are so many mom and pop businesses everywhere. And, you know, they just start from scratch and then they work their way up to the top. And then people now are just, you know, destroying all of that. And it it's a really shitty feeling whenever it boil, whenever it boils down to all of that. It's just crazy. It's kind of, it's like, I don't know why people think, oh my God, I don't know why people think blowing up stuff and like breaking into people's buildings and stuff, that's not going to help nothing at all. It's just going to create more trouble. Yeah. It just makes all of it worse. And then my thing is, I told Anthony and the last episode that you know there's no room really for violence because I told him you know violence is not at all the answer for anything because I mean you sit here and look at you know multiple people's past I mean families who have lost you know brothers sisters children you know grandparents parents everything in between to, you know, like gun violence or, you know, just violence in general. And, you know, it's, it's a hard thing because I watch first 48 a lot and, you know, watching all of that, how they go through the investigations and look at these people who have a very lengthy criminal history. It's insane to see that how long it is how much they put off to hate people because I mean obviously if you know if you come off as a violent person and you know you have a very lengthy criminal history of you know killing people or you know just threatening people for the dumbest reasons obviously you have that place somewhere that just hates people and I just think that's wrong I mean, what have people just, you know, random people, what have they done to you? Yeah, you know? people hating people for just, other know. people's mistakes. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's insane. Dumb. It's really dumb. I just, I just hate it. So let, let's move on from that. Anthony, I know. Brought you in late, dude. I, I'm so sorry. But let's talk about, like, 
oh, birthdays gosh. in quarantine. You know? Bethany, your birthday it was, was like in quarantine. A week ago. And, excuse me. I know. And I was, I think I left you like a letter. I can't remember what I left you. But, Anthony, your birthday is in August. My birthday is in November. Who knows if quarantine is going to be back by then? So, like, if, if it does, if it seems to come back around and bite everybody in the ass, what are you going to do? For your birthday, if we're back in quarantine, I wouldn't plan on doing nothing. I was just, uh, I'm the same way because for me, my birthday okay, so my birthday is the day of the year that I hate the most because you two guys, you guys know me better than a lot of people, and you guys both know damn well that I hate being yes. the center of attention. I absolutely hate it. Because everybody's like, you know, just crowding over me and, you know, all like, you know, just all over me in general with, you know, different shit and like, oh, happy birthday. Hope today, you know, treats you well and shit. Like, yeah, okay, you don't have to be on me all the time. Yeah, like, like, like everybody keeps saying that when everybody can just say it at one time. Yeah, like, you can only, like, I mean, it's nice to hear them say it more than once, but it does get annoying after a while. So, I mean, it's it's insane. Yeah, because if they keep saying it. Oh, but, like, no, with me, yeah. But then, with me, like, I, my parents, they try to go all out, and I'm like, no, just don't get me anything, or, you know, this, that, and the other. And then they just go and get some like a big thing from great american cookie in town and you know like hey happy birthday here big ass <laughs> cookie um do you like want me to eat the whole fucking thing or share because y'all need to tell me before i just <laughs> dig into the shit because y'all too know i'm a very i don't i don't know how to explain this i'm a person who loves food both of you guys know this. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, like food is, you know, a big part of everyone's lives. And a lot of people are like Joey Tribbiani from Friends who don't share. Depending upon what it is, I'm that person. Every time I eat. It just depends <laughs> upon what it is for me. Like if it's like cookie, fuck no. Y'all can fucking forget it. I'm not sharing shit. Every time I eat, I stay skinny. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I know. I eat like a lot. I eat like three times a day. And I'm still skinny. Anthony, I have no That's idea how. Because, like, <laughs> all I, I eat do is I eat a bunch and I don't gain weight. Because I remember you called me that one day and you were like, oh, dude, like, I went to the dollar store today and then I got, like, you know, munchies i got all kinds of shit and i'm like dude how in the hell do you expect to eat all of that shit by yourself then you were like oh i don't know i'll just you know shove it down somehow <laughs> I, all of that. I was like damn I still you need to chill the fuck out with that damn thing. <laughs> all right well this podcast is getting so fucking good um but it's literally almost an hour i'm trying to keep my podcast short 
So let's end it with the highlight of the week. What was, you know, what was y'all's week like? I mean, I mean, it was. I didn't do nothing at all because it rained most of the week. Yeah, didn't it? Yeah, it rained most of the week. Really, the only thing I did was, I mean, I traveled Friday, came down to Victoria to see family for a few weeks, and I was over the fucking moon to get out of Huntsville because it just became too toxic during quarantine. So I was like, you know what? I was talking to my mom. I was like, mom, take me to Victoria, please. I cannot stay here any longer. It's it's becoming too toxic. Dad is getting on my last nerve and I cannot take it anymore. She's like, okay, well, talk to your grandmother about it. I'm like, all right. I called her the next day. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, come down, talk to your mom about it. Well, that's why I called you. Um, okay. And so now I'm here. I'm recording episode two. In one day, I've recorded episode one already. If you guys haven't checked that one out, go check it out. Because that one got, we got really deep into that one, Anthony. That was, that one was crazy. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, let's just end it here. So, I mean, guys, thank you guys so much. Anthony, Bethany, thank y'all for, you know, supporting me through all of this shit. And, you know, you guys are the bomb, guys. I mean, I'm being so serious right now. But, I mean, let's just end it here. I will see you guys in the next episode of Shit Talk with me, your absolutely shitty host, (laughs) me, the bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So with all of that being said, ciao, ciao, bitches.